Welcome to a midsummer edition of One Morning I'm Going Home and Going to Bed. Justin Vargo here with Josh Jones. Recording this episode on Thursday, July 23rd. It's been about a about a month since the last show, three weeks. What are we what are we drinking tonight? We are drinking the I always talk about my favorite place around here is Bridge Brew. So we are drinking the Tumble Home. Tumble Home. It's uh You and I have both done that a few times. Yeah, it's like eight percent uh, alcohol by volume. So it uh that's well, not bad. Yeah, for 8%, I mean, we finish this bottle, it's going to be, I'll be tumbling home. Yeah, you will be tumbling home. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'll be right tumbling now. right after you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, did you sell it like that? Yeah, you can buy them growlers. You know, this is uh, $15, and it's a little bit more than a pitcher. So, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty good. So you, get, you can get five beers out of it. It's a good buzz for 15 bucks. I'm telling you, exactly. It's a good deal. It'll wake you up. Mm-hmm. It'll wake you up. Actually, I think it might be 17. The long, the long point, I think, is 15. I like long point. I do, too. It's a big, I, I just like the beers. Yeah, it's, it's not a beer I could, really drink, good. I could drink, like, 10 of. Yeah. But, like, if I'm going to here and have four or five, of course, I of course, you were probably with me last time I was down there. I can't remember the last time I was down there. Yeah, man. Well, you know, it's, they told me they're doing, like, I think I said mentioned this on the show, they're doing, like, 80% local business now because everything's outdoors. Mm-hmm. And they got a food truck. So, I mean, every time we're there, it is just packed full of people. Is it? Yeah, and more and more people I know, too, every time I go. Let's <laughs> come out there. Yeah, you should, man. My GPS always ends up at Elliot's. They got, they, they got a new bike trail that goes on there that um, they got some state money. They didn't get it, but the, uh, some group got some state money to do, and, uh, and, and people have made donations. So they got this really nice mountain bike trail. Oh, it's wow. Got, it got some rocky parts that they actually built into it and now it's getting more and more popular so they're nice. getting nice. yeah they're getting a lot more business just i like that. the setup they got down there oh too man it's, it's nice. nice it's outdoors it's the best thing about it it's a mile from my house it's not far it's it's, it's like what it used to be for the country club mm, yeah the country club because it was close, it was close. <laughs> and it was close. It, it, it's the back way home you could drive that road with one eye and a lot of times we did yeah and sometimes you pass adam tony in the uh, good old ditch line that's true <laughs> Or at least come from the house club. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So what else going on, man? I guess Garrett will be, well, I can't say officially, but he'll be home very, very soon. Yeah. Well, like you say, he better be home for next Saturday. Yeah, he better be home for next Saturday. <laughs> Otherwise, there's going to be a bunch of people partying without him. <laughs> hey, lady. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. We don't know where your husband is. Yeah. But, uh, good yeah. to see you. So today's Thursday, his thing, so nine days, so yeah, he'll, I got a pretty good idea. What uh, are you guys uh, going to mandate mask wearing when you go inside the They thing? said it's going to be, outside. It's gonna, they're going to keep it outside yeah. if they can, and then it's going to be, because I, I, I got to think, because I was talking to Brett, and uh, got it in he's 25. like, are you allowed to do it? And I was like, you know what? So I, I texted Gary, he's like, no, Mom and Lenny have checked on it. Because it's considered a wedding really slash reception. religious. And, and, and it's considered essential services. Yeah, the reception. Well, yeah it's really essential. Our reception is considered essential mm-hmm. services. How great is that? <laughs> kind of like the liquor stores being opened. The, yeah, there's some irony in here somewhere. Oh, Tanya, who's getting married this weekend. It's at the Oaks Farm. Remember that where yeah. it was? It's at the Oaks Farm pumpkin patch. Oh, over good. like going towards Gent. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they... Now they're just, it's just going to be, uh, they're going to have a real small wedding. And you, they had like 100 people coming. Now they're only going to like 20 some. So we're not, we're like, going, Tash is going to go to the wedding and then just come home. They invited 100 people, but I don't think they'll be 
I don't think there'll be a hundred people yeah. there. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I don't think there'll be a hundred people. Yeah. And, and he's not going to have any aunts or uncles there because Candace and Sam aren't going to be able to make it. And Courtney is going to be, now we found out it's going to be in Indianapolis because Ethan, my nephew, got, uh, he was at a kicking camp last Sunday in Bridgeport. I'm sure you saw all yeah, that. Yeah, man. He's got he averaged money. 52 yards a kick, man. Man, I mean, he, and, uh, he's good. He's, so he, he got, can do some things. Is got, this coach still not gonna, doesn't want to play him as a kicker? Well, no, he, he – well, see, he, that's, here's the thing. He went to that camp, and, uh, of course, Corey's like, Ethan's the only black guy here. I said, that's okay. <laughs> I said, it's kickers. That happens. <laughs> and uh, I said, tell you the truth, I said, be honest with you, I said, he's probably the most cut one there because he plays receiver and exactly. corner. And all the rest of them just kick. There's right. a kid from GW that's a five-star kicker that I didn't realize he's going to be a junior. But he and Ethan became friends. But they said his you, he's raw, uh-huh. but he's got a hell of a leg, man. I went down to the uh, old football field there about a week or so ago and held for him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like it when Courtney holds because she always lets go of the ball right before he kicks. <laughs> She's what's the name Charlie Brown? Yeah, Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Courtney's Lucy. Is it Lucy? I think it's Lucy. It's Lucy. Yeah. No, Lucy's the blonde, right? Peppermint Patty. Yeah, Lucy's the no, blonde. No, there's not Peppermint Patty pulls it. It's I Lucy. can't remember. Lucy pulls it, it, right? Lucy? I swear to God, I thought it was Lucy. I don't I know. We're going to catch you for not knowing who it is. Yeah, we are. But anyway, he's got a hell of a leg. And he's, he's doing well at receiver and corner, too. So he got invited to this camp in Indianapolis, which just so happens to coincide with Garrett's thing. So she was kind of upset and torn that she wasn't going to be able to make it to that. But she talked to Garrett, and he understood. So. Yeah. He's, I said, yeah, he, I said, really? I said, my boy's been gone for, I said, it's hard to believe you've been, I talked to him yesterday. I said, it's hard to believe you've been gone for almost a year. He said, 336 days. I was like, yeah. Okay. I said, you ain't counting, are you? He said, yeah. I <laughs> That's said, crazy, man. I said, so tell you the truth, I said, he may not remember whether you were there or not. That's Because right. <laughs> I got a feeling my boy's going to let loose. Hey, he sent a message to me. I sent him a, I sent him something on Snapchat. And he said, I think I sent him a picture or something I found. Um, some Armic Relic or something like that. He's like, man, I can't wait to get home and have a beer with y'all. <laughs> yeah, he's really looking forward to it. Hell yeah, man. He's I am too. I can't wait to see him. Yeah, me too. Me too. Sorry, you know, now that he's you know famous, you know, all this. All he has been taking. He, he has been most popular his, man in Oak Hill. He's been making his rounds yeah. on the uh, on the interwebs. <laughs> Jana started her job this week. Yeah, you told me. I know we were kind of hunting for him. And uh, so how, uh, how that process came about? Well, Jimmy just came up to me last Friday and said, what's Jana doing? I was like, nothing. <laughs> He's like, she want to work? I said, yep, she sure does. <laughs> He's like, That's eerily similar, except the circumstances were different. When I got a when job. you had to get a job. Yeah. 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 yeah Jana, Jana wasn't coming off of a pending DUI. She just was looking for a... Looking for some summer work to pay for her shopping habits and her uh, her card. You didn't have a, you, she didn't have a list of uh, basically including one uh, Crossroads Mall all stores. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she only applied at like three or four different places. I mean, she applied at a couple places, but she in talking to her, she, that's what she wanted. She wanted to work at the office. I just didn't think we had anything, so I didn't say anything to Jimmy about it. And he was kind enough to. Nice. To mention it, so she's been uh, she's been scanning for the last three days. Oh, so, so that's she, not the most exciting thing to do. It's not, but she's getting paid. It's yeah. easy to do. And yeah, air conditioned. Air conditioned. Yep. 
She's got to listen to y'all's dumbass. She gets to see John Stanley and Tom Booth. So who, oh. wouldn't, who wouldn't want to do that? Remember she used to hate Tom Booth when oh, she was yeah. younger? That's still funny. There's still a... There's still a uh, I got a bunch of post-it notes she hanging got, in my She office. has good instincts. Well, she does. Well, there's, she's, got a, she's got a note hanging in my on my wall, my cubicle, from when she was like eight. And it says, Merry Christmas to everyone except... John, Tom, and Mike Malay. <laughs> well, at least she doesn't have to see Mike. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah, so that uh, so that's been going on, and then uh, I got I got to tell this, and then there, if you want to get into some stuff, so I got my hair cut again, and <laughs> I, I scheduled the appointment, and I pull up. It was lunchtime, and the girl's jeep is not there. Who's uh-huh. easy to look at? So I was like, well, shit. <laughs> So I pull up, and I walk in, I look, there's nobody in there, and I look over, and her sister's behind the counter, and I was, and I was like, oh, shit. we got good jeans. And I look, and I said, we got the whole place to ourselves. <laughs> She's like, can I help you? I was like, you want me to light some candles? <laughs> Does she fit in the Jaina age range? I think this is the younger sister, so that would be a no. Okay, then. All right. So basically just uh, for viewing pleasure only. Yep. For entertainment purposes only. Yeah. Amusement only. My amusement and uh, heartbreak at the same time. So, yeah. So that was that. Was that. So uh, what have you been into? What do you got going uh, on? Oh, finally finished the deck. Yeah, I saw the deck. deck looks good. I think I really haven't done much. I've been down to the cabin, went fishing. Uh, didn't lose your phone, did you? I didn't lose my phone this time, which was good. It was funny because I don't have a case. I don't have. I ordered a case for my phone. Ordered the wrong size. Nice. So, and I've already dropped it, cracked it. <laughs> Tess like, we're not getting another one. Just got to deal with it. <laughs> you cracked your phone. Or my the new case? phone. No, I didn't have a case. You have the case. Yeah. Okay. So I forgot my phone. Nice. Um, but uh, I think the biggest thing that happened was I effed up my lawnmower. Which is the reason why you came over the other day because you brought me. My lawnmower and weed eater has gone out the same it's week. Bad combination. The lawnmower. Uh, I have read. I, I've told you about the manhole in the back. I think I'm like, did I, did I mess it up the last time I was here? Um, I, we have a manhole in the back. That's where we launched those fireworks from. For the record, I was in charge of lawn care at Josh's house for three years. I never had any issues with the manhole. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you. We also had a push mower. True. Uh, so True. I have a drive lawnmower, and I I keep it uh, when it's early in the year. I keep it on four and mow once a week. Later in the year, I, I put it down to three, uh, so I have to mow it as often. And then uh, uh, I had never hit that manhole, that blade. And this time I hit that. I don't know if I came at it at a wrong angle, but I hit that manhole and it said, boom! <laughs> it bent the shit out of my blade. So I actually ended up cutting the grass. I put some chunks in the in the grass because I only had a little bit left to go. But I was like, I'm finishing it. I'm already, I'm already this far. I'm not leaving this patch on the ground. I don't care what does to the ground. So I finished cutting, pulled back in, and then last week, two weeks ago, I thought, like my blade, I ordered a blade online, came in, so I was like, all right, no problems. So I don't have a lift or anything or any kind. So Dad and I literally lit it up against the back of the garage, lifted it up on one side and put two boards under it so it could work underneath it. We had to get this long pipe wrench to get the nut off. Finally got the nut off, and we took the... Then the, when we did that, the whole shaft came out. We're like, oh, cool. So we took the shaft out, went in, took, the, took that, that bottom nut off, put the new blade back on, went, went go put that shaft back in. Nope. Nope. Not going back in. Apparently, there's, it's got two like little wheelhouses in there, and it when I, you're not supposed to pull that shaft. Because <laughs> mm. now, now I won't go back in. 
So now the whole point was we well, we lifted that thing was to not to have to take the mower apart. Now we gotta take. Now I gotta take the mower apart. Yeah. So I bar- so instead I borrowed Jenny's mower. <laughs> Cut my grass. That's probably good. And then my weed eater, I blame that on the freaking state. You know they're doing all that construction on our roads. And I, yeah, I, I didn't, I'm gonna have to drive out there. I didn't drive. All it's a damn nightmare. Oh, I gotta tell you a story about Jeff. But so, <laughs> am I old enough to hear it? <laughs> no, but it's pretty funny. Well, no, it's not pretty funny. It just happened today. Oh. But he's, I, I, I was hoping I'd be home when he came home. But, uh, um, shit, I don't know what I was talking about. You're talking about the lawnmower. Yeah, it's a good lawnmower and, and moon grass and shit, fuck it. I don't forgot what I was talking about Jeff. Anyways, so I'll give you a story about Jeff. They put two damn, uh, they're putting, Drainage lines down both sides of the road. There's going to be concrete, uh, basic culverts. They go all the way down. All the way so, down? Oh, both sides. So they work, they're working one way up one street, one side of the street, and the other way up the other. So they put these two giant concrete clearouts that are about five feet tall and about four feet wide. And they put them both where Jeff parks. <laughs> they dropped them. They're just sitting there. Because that thunderstorm came today and they rolled out. Oh, they? So they're just still sitting there. Oh, I can't wait. I love seeing look on We're hitting to get home. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. Oh, I know the other story to tell about Jeff. So Jeff, Dan and I are building that deck. And Jeff comes over and he's not wearing a mask. And my dad is like super paranoid. I'm sure. To the point where he was in a, the fishing store of Crab Orchard and he flipped out because nobody in there was wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Like, so my dad is like super paranoid about it. And he said, Jeff came over to him and, and, and uh, and Dad said, get away from me, Jeff. He said, you're not wearing a mask. Get, get away from me. You can stand over there and talk to me. I can hear you just fine. Did he really? Yeah, and, and Jeff said, well, I don't believe in that stuff. My dad said, well, you're a damn fool. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you're the, real, you're the reason why people are going to die, Jeff. I was, like, I, was like, I was over there like, oh, shit. Damn. I was like, what do I do? I've never seen my dad act like that. That's like the, uh, what's that, the, the anchor man. That escalated quickly. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, what the hell's happening here? Well, I'm sure he did. Sure, he would be. Yeah, he would yeah. be leery. But uh, well, also, Lily uh, finally got re- now retirement age. So, but her Medicare, her she's not eligible to get health insurance until um, the next cycle, whatever it is, in you know, the open period. So she's without insurance right now. So, so Dad's like even more worried about oh, yeah. it because <laughs> she doesn't have insurance till next month. Yeah. So open enrollment yeah. period or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. So he's he's not he's not playing any games. I don't blame him. <laughs> That's why we went down to the cabin this weekend. Uh, yeah, we came back on Sunday and they didn't come back until until Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Until, yeah. So they were like, yeah, we we'll stay here as long as possible. Nobody here. What weather's nice. Water's nice. Take it easy. Mm-hmm. Relax. Speaking of people that are taking it easy, my damn dog. I figured it out. Trigger has contracted Corona fleas. <laughs> it just won't ever go the away. The fuckers won't go away, Josh. I have done everything. I have inhaled five cans of knockout spray. <laughs> Fucker ate a pill that's supposed to last three months. It lasted ten days. I put some ointment on my boy's back. You gave me a bag of shit to spray in the yard. I, and the motherfuckers are still in the house. I can't take this shit no more. Uh, well... As you should know, the little things are the most annoying. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I should know that. It's true. But God damn. Yeah, man. I told I told you that one year that we didn't get on it early. You got to start. You got to start preparing for those fleas in the spring 
Because if you don't, you can't. Once they get in, you can't get them out. And I mean, he he was fine. And then he started digging. And I said, okay. So I took him up there. He ate the pill. Well, he didn't eat the pill initially. I broke it up, mixed yeah. it in with his food. And motherfucker ate everything except the pill. <laughs> so then I had to feed him that <laughs> shit yeah, separately. Ah, damn. Wrap that shit in cheese. That's all the way you were saying. So then you. I called him up, and I was like, "It's two And I called, and I told you, and I called the vet sixty-two times on Friday. <laughs> Sixty-two. You, you know the exact. Oh no, because it puts it in parentheses in your phone <laughs> when you on your recent calls. It tells you how many times you dialed that fucking number. Sixty-two. Finally, I was like, you know what? It's not that important. I'll just itch for three more fucking days. And I called them the day before yesterday, and they finally answered the phone. I said, "You fuckers are hard to get a hold of." And she's like, "Well, sir, uh, why don't you wash him? Do you have any dish liquid?" And I was like. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just spit on it. I just, I lay my dishes outside and wait for it to fucking rain. Yes, I have dish, dessert, dish liquid. She said, get him a bath in that and see what happens. So I gave him a bath in that. Guess what? Nothing happened. So she said, well, we could put this ointment on him. I was like, I'm ready to do anything. And I, I told you, I fogged everything. Jaina was gone. She was down south for two or three weeks. I fogged her room, washed her sheets. Closed her door. Her door's been shut the whole time. Fogged the whole house. She comes back. She gets in her room. Calls me. I'm in the family room or the TV room. Ten thirty night. I just killed three fleas. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> wait, wait. She called you from her bedroom. She called me from the bedroom <laughs> at ten thirty at night to let me know. Actually, she Facetimed me. <laughs> Because my phone started ringing, I was like, who is calling here right now? I was like, is Tom Booth still at Elliot's? <laughs> nope, it was Jaina calling and informed me that my plans had been foiled. <laughs> so yeah, Trigger's got Corona fleas. I don't know what else to do. Oh man, you're not going to be able to, I mean, your pain is going to wait till, you have to wait it out till winter. It'll be a constant battle with it, don't worry. Well, luckily, I'm patient, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So there's that. <laughs> All right, you want to jump into sports? Good. You want to take a break? Keep going. What do you want to no, do? I'll take a little break. All right, you're good. Then we'll come back. Welcome to one morning. I'm going home and going to bed. I was uh, telling uh, uh, Nathan Fell about our podcast. I was like, How oh, do you not know we have a podcast? Like, we have like sixty some episodes. He said, I didn't know. He's never heard it. No. I was like, well, you were missing out in life. And top me off. <laughs> yeah, he's missing out. <laughs> Before we get into the WVU stuff, did you see where Mike Tyson's going to fight Roy Jones Jr.? I saw a fat, but I thought that was a joke. I don't know. It's, 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 I have no idea. They I, said I just it was saw, on SportsCenter. I just saw like a clip. I have no idea. I don't know if it is or not. That, but, I got a text from... Well, if it's on sports, it probably is. I don't know. I just I just saw it like in a tweet of like some other account, so I just didn't think. I was like, ah. It says, uh, it's Instagram, let's see here. I thought it said it was on SportsCenter. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Breaking, SportsCenter on Instagram, Mike Tyson will fight Roy Jones Jr. on September 12th. No shit. So, uh, if it's not real, I got, I got got. <laughs> if it is real, I'm watching that shit. Hell yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> they might both just kill over at this yeah, point, though. Um, <laughs> no shit. Roy Jones calls age, and, and Tyson just calls it drugs. Yeah, <laughs> that might be that might be it. That might be a good combination mm-hmm. of both. <laughs> uh, we'll start with B ball. Okay. 
We got a, we filled our 13th scholarship. Totally out of the blue. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, but Cine, was that, I mean, I. Cine Inja from Huntington Prep, 6, they listed him at 6'11", 205, and I thought, damn, we just signed a number two pencil. <laughs> yeah. But I looked at a picture, and he looks, he's pretty yeah. cut. Yeah, he's, I he's, think he's more muscle, but yeah, he's still tall. But he averaged like three points and two rebounds mm-hmm. a game. A complete project. So needless to say, he's going red shirt, assuming yeah. we play. Yeah, assuming um, we play. So that was interesting. I, I was kind of surprised that we did that. I am too, unless they just think, you know, we got this extra scholarship. We'll give him a year to see what he does. If, he, if it if it doesn't if it doesn't pan out, Bob Huggins isn't afraid to tell kid. True. Here we here you might want to go and find someplace else. So he wasn't going to play anyway. Units, a tall body. You, you, you don't have a lot of six eleven kids that come through. So no, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Plus, he'll have a year to learn underneath Culver and yeah, exactly. Way, so so and he's going to give the scout team, you know, a, a body, a mm-hmm. tall guy in the middle yep. who can who can bang up against those guys with yeah. a practice. So, so that, that should be interesting. And all and today, I don't know if you saw this. It happened a couple of hours ago. We got a commit from uh, some point guard, Co- some Kobe guard. Johnson, six yeah. three guard from. Uh, Ohio. Yeah. For next year. Yeah. I, I'm wondering about that because I looked at his offers. It wasn't like it was Kent like Toledo State. and Kent State. But I don't know. It's a second recruit from uh, Ohio in basketball. Yeah. They got, you got, and I forget what the other guy Seth guys. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, guard. he's two inches shorter than that. Guy. Yeah. So. so we're going guard heavy for looks like it. 2021. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that my boy – your boy, everybody's boy, especially Ivy's boy, Chase, the man Harler, is taking his talents to Lithuania. Thank God. I hope he stays there. <laughs> hope, he stays there. <laughs> hope, he, hope he finds the good life in Lithuania. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just, just keep on. I'm going to send him a postcard. The farther he stays away from the Coliseum, the better. <laughs> yeah. He can't social distance enough. <laughs> Put ten masks on and be two states away, and he's too close. Exactly. You're too close, Chase. Onyx, back the fuck up. Oh, wait, did you see they put up? They had their first kind of like sessions this week. Um, did you see Jalen Bridges dunk on Culver? Did you see Taz Sherman's jaw hit the ground? <laughs> that kid's gonna be good, man. He is gonna be we talked about it last uh, last show. I think that three position yep. is what we need to have consistency mm-hmm. out of this year to do anything. Yep. Man. So, um, and I think you know, Matthews can kind of play the two. So you can, you can throw Jay Bridges at three and then Matthews at two. All of a sudden, you got a damn tall lineup. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, other than McCabe, we're going to be yeah. tall. Anyway. Yeah. We're going to do six two, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. See what they do. And I guess half the basketball team has the virus. Yeah. Last I saw. Yeah. So we they were like, get the other six to have it get over with, and let's cut the net down. <laughs> I shouldn't yeah. say that. If, if they play, man, I, I got a feeling, this is pure guess, that football is going to be delayed till probably October, and then uh, uh, basketball will start in, us in the spring. Well, and this is what's got me nervous, because somebody mentioned this. They said, if you can't play football outdoors, how are you going to play basketball indoors? Exactly. Of course, they did just play the TBT, yeah. which we got disqualified from. Yep. And apparently that's why a lot of our team players on the team have the shit because, because those guys Flowers had and a couple of the other yeah. guys got it and then went yeah. and worked out and gave it to McNeil yeah. and all them guys, and so now they all got it. Yeah. 
hope I'm not violating any HIPAA laws by no, dropping no, names. No, no, no. Uh, let's see here. 28 football players have it. Yeah. Good God, man. So, and then we'll get into the the biggest story, obviously, but the – and I, I don't know how I missed this. The NC State transfer. Yeah, and Ron Maryland. Now he's going to Maryland. Yeah, just all of a sudden he's in he, – no idea. Yeah. He committed West Virginia, become West Virginia, and rolled in Maryland. Makes no yeah. sense. Okay. <laughs> uh – Big Ten canceled their out-of-conference schedule, so we're not going to play Maryland yep. this year. Pac-12 did, too. I saw today when the Pac-12 come out and said they're going to try to start September 19th with a 10-game schedule. So I guess they're going to just – because they, they play nine conference games now. Yeah. So I guess they're going to try to figure it out where they can each pick up a game somewhere. Somewhere. I, I have no idea. I, I'm getting more and more nervous about it, too. I got like I said, I don't think the football season is going to start until October. And I think a lot, a lot of things will go down to it, like an eight – uh, game season, four home games, four away, but and try to keep it regional, but that leaves us out of the big, <laughs> the Big Twelve. Well, that was the thing. We're the only ones well, the regional. It, 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 we, well, we didn't talk about this because they didn't announce it yet. But they're talking about the Big Ten keeping everything together, and I'm thinking, well, fuck, we're as close to Maryland as anybody yeah, else, and they play. That's exactly right. So I, I'm, I'm getting more and more nervous about them saying Big Twelve saying, "Hey, look, here's your money. You're not going to play this year." Yeah. And then we'll, we'll keep our, you know, we'll keep eight teams down in, in the Texas region. Maybe even Iowa State may even be out. We'll be like, hey, we're just going to play eight games here. We'll give you guys a share of the money. But sorry. Yeah. I'm getting more and more scared about that. I am too. I, I also I, saw where, um, I don't know if you saw this. And it'll be us and Notre Dame. We'll like schedule us and Notre Dame and Iowa State. We'll just play. Because Notre Dame, Notre Dame, talk about team that's screwed. Well, if everybody goes conference schedules. But you know what? But I saw the ACC tweeted something out. Because I was like, oh, man, Notre Dame's going to be screwed. And they were like, Notre Dame ain't going to get left behind. Yeah, and the ACC said made some comment that if it gets to that. Because they haven't come out and said they're going to eliminate out of conference games that they will make every accommodation they can to help Notre Dame out. Because Notre Dame plays probably five. The four or five. That was five part of the ACC joining their teams. basketball league. And apparently one of the things that was bannered about was the ACC going to one out-of-conference game. If they do that, there's a rumor that Florida State is going to keep Florida, uh, drop us, and we might play UVA. Yeah, yeah Chick-fil-A ball. Which I don't, I don't know I don't, if I'd mind that. I don't mind I tell you, UVA is better than, than Florida State right, there, right now this year. <laughs> yeah, they came with a new coach, haven't got to practice. I no, so, I know. I, if there was ever a time to play Florida State, I know. I like, to, I like to beat their asses, too. You know? Yeah, I know. And then the, I don't know if it's going to mean anything or not, but the preseason Big 12 media poll came out. We were picked eighth. I was surprised we were picked at low. Well, I think somebody said it. I forget who it was. It's like five through eight, you could put those put in are all hat, those the interchangeable. There it all. So we, we, I consider it's fifth, in the, our fifth place to lose. And then Darius Stills was preseason defensive player of the year, which I that kind of surprised me. I was surprised he was defensive player of the year. I was surprised he was the only one who made. Who, he was the only one who made it on any of the teams. Well, we I was really surprised <laughs> none of our offensive linemen made because <laughs> they've been practicing social distancing <laughs> for a while. Yeah, they should. Be, none of those guys tested they positive. They it. Yeah, they ain't getting it. Those fuckers have been quarantining from the opposing team's defensive line for about twelve games now. So Hell, you can't even get six uh, feet to Mike Brown's face. His right. belly's so big. Oh, <laughs> shit. 
Yeah, eighth was. I mean, again, and who the hell knows if we're going to play or not? But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, good for Darius Stills. Yeah, absolutely. He deserved it. He deserved it. I th- and him and uh, his brother met, and somebody else on the defense made it on the watch list. Uh, I forget who it was. Tucky Smith, maybe. Yeah, I think maybe Tucky Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's going if we play. Yeah, he'll be. <laughs> it's everything's a cameo on every play. Interesting to see what happens. So here's what here's what gets me, man. It's almost August. I mean, we got a month, and there's still no like formalized plan. We gotta figure something out. Everything like like and uh, I guess the 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 newspapers got a hold of the letter that lines and his committee wrote, wrote to that board of governors. But asking ask Coles, they were going to the NCAA was going to cancel all fall championships and all the other sports, soccer and all that stuff. And they were like, whoa, don't do that yet. Let's wait and see because if they cancel all those sports, all those champ, uh, championships. It's going to look really weird that all these other sports aren't playing and football's playing. Real weird. Because <laughs> so, guess what drives the bus? Yeah, exactly. They're like saying, whoa, man, don't do that. Because if you do that, then that's going to be a lot of pressure on football to cancel. Yeah, that's true. So. That's true. So, I guess that brings us to what's arguably the biggest, not arguably, it is the biggest story, and that's what broke last night, that Vic Coning is out. Yeah. Uh, which is tough. It is tough. Uh, I'm surprised it took this long to make uh, the decision. It just shows you how tough it was. I was I goes, you know, I think Hoppy and, and Tony, uh, they were on Sportsline, or Talkline today. And, I listened and, to Sportsline last night. And Hoppy was like, it, it'd be like if they told me and Hoppy we had to separate. Uh, or me and Tony. Hoppy said it was like, it'd be like me and Tony. Goes, like we're Brown. friends and, and, and we have a great relationship. Because Neil Brown, they're not, he's not just a defensive coordinator. They're good friends. They're good. I mean, they they worked together for a number of years. So I, I know it had to be real tough. It was. And, it, and from everything I've seen, it wasn't Neil Brown's call. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Shane Lyons' call. It was Gordon Gee's call. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's a tough deal. I mean, a lot of people listen to this show. I would, I'd say there's probably a good portion of them that were probably as passionate as you and I. I don't think there's anybody that's more passionate than you and I or about WVU sports. You know, and just and reading through some of the comments and stuff from some of the people on the on the pay site with rivals, you know, I mean, there, there's a lot of people that are like, I'm done, I, you know, and I, I quit. I mean, I, I can't I can't do that. I can't separate myself. I'm, I'm disappointed. Um I read something today that said that that there, there's a, there's a few you got to kind of hash through the stuff when you're reading some of this, but there's a few guys on there that don't post very often, mm-hmm. but when they do, they're in the know yeah. and, and they they tell you. There's a gravitas to their what they right. say. Yeah. And 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 there was a guy that that put something on there today, and and he basically came out and said that. Uh, you know he's a donor, and, and there's a lot of donors, quite honestly, that have said they're they're done, and and I'm, I mean that's their right to be that way. I don't, I, I couldn't be in that position, and, and I don't agree with the people that are attacking a 20 year old kid on the internet because yeah. that's not going to make the all that's going to make, make it worse. That's going to make it worse. Because he's a West Virginia kid. He's a West Virginia kid, yeah. and he we talked about it. You don't handle your problems on the internet. He should have never did no, what he did hey, that way. The way a person was wrong should have handled internally. Yeah, from the it should have been inside, but yeah. it is what it is. But but basically what this guy said was, is, is, is he said, look, guys, he said, I'm close to the situation. I can't say a lot. He said, I'm disappointed with what the university ultimately decided to do. He said, in this particular situation, Koning is actually trying to take the high road and do what's best for the university. 
I think he feels like he wanted to be here. Brown wanted him here. They thought they could get through it. They didn't think from a perception standpoint they were going to be able to overcome it, yeah. especially given the climate we're in right now. Yeah. This had happened five years ago, maybe. Yeah. Probably not now. Um, but that – because what I got out of it was he – you know, Coning was, was kind of like, you know, let, let's just make a clean break. Do it this way. I hate to – he wanted to coach his guys. And, and, and that's the thing of it is, the strength of our team last year was our defense. Amazingly so. And, and we did not expect that to be No, and those guys played hard. And, yep. and it, it sounds like a lot of the good and, – and somebody even mentioned Al Pope, who, who was, you know, the safeties yep. coach, who was from Alabama, went to Auburn, and was a real energetic guy. And it seemed to be that some of the guys, after he left, didn't like his – coaching style basically what I got out of it from this guy was a lot of what's the mindset of our players right now is an indictment on the previous <coughs> staff I can believe that that these kids yeah. were it was more of a fraternity mm -hmm. these kids weren't necessarily held accountable uh, as much or coached hard or coached that up. color me shocked yeah with, <laughs> yeah. with the Dana Hogerson yeah. team <laughs> But that's basically what he said. He said he said as a as somebody who's dialed into the program, he said, I even think I kind of had my blinders on at how toxic the situation was. Uh -huh. And then you bring in some guys who are a little bit more hard nosed, and you know you're playing football. You got to be coached hard, and I get that. And, and there's lines you can't cross, and I get that too. But I feel like a lot of that falls to what those kids were used to. Uh huh. And and, well could be, yeah. Which tells me that that's probably true. If you got a guy who like who's Vic Cunning, who's a sixty-year-old white guy, and Al Pogue, who's a thirty-five-year-old black guy. Yeah. And if they had resentment for both of them, it tells you all that other nonsense. Maybe not necessarily was a big right. deal, but it was the approach and the style and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, it's unfortunate all the way around. I mean, we we probably it, there there wasn't going to be a win in this deal. No. Wasn't. That, and I think but, Cunning thought that he probably wasn't going to be effective. Moving and and that, that's, that was exactly what Tony Green said today on, on Hobby Show. He's like, he's like, they got to the point where they just didn't think it, it was going to be kind of like an anchor around their necks, not only in the locker room, but also recruiting. To the point where, like like he said, I said do I think that uh, Cunning's is racist? No, do I think he's a good guy? Yeah, do I think he said the wrong things at the wrong time? And then, and then it was handled in the wrong way? Yes. All that it was just bad timing in every which way and bad the bad media platform. He said, but but that has happened, and because of that, it's like you, they couldn't they couldn't get to a point where he could be actually be on the team and it'd be productive from here on out. As much as they much as they wanted to to keep yeah. him every which way possible. Yeah, and he's a good coach. He is a good coach. He's a good coach. And he just he said the wrong things at the wrong time, and and a, and a kid handled it in the wrong way. Yeah, you know, because he's a twenty year old kid. He is. Yeah, and, and, and he handled it wrong. As <laughs> simple as that. It's yeah. just if I have an issue with my organization, I'm not gonna go post about it on Twitter. I'm gonna go talk to my boss. And but you know, twenty years old, I don't know what I do. <laughs> you know. Well, it's just it's such a different environment now. Right. You know, I mean, all these kids are on social media. And right. Exactly. It's all, and, and it was in that moment, you know, the, the And I, I really don't think, and, and just watching him backpedal on some of his stuff, uh, I don't think. 
I don't think initially he thought what he was going to do was going to have the ramifications. But the problem that a lot of the fan base has with this whole situation, right or wrong, is that basically Koning got let go because a 20-year-old went to Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Well, and uh, and there's... And there's more to it. There's more to that because they did an investigation. Eventually, that investigation will leak out. From what Tony kind of hinted at, there was a little bit more to it than just a Twitter post. So there was more to it than just a Twitter post. So it wasn't just a Twitter post. They got like no, but and I think a lot of it was some of those kids didn't like his style. Right. But the fact that he got paid when they let him go. If he had done something that was egregious enough right. for him to be terminated, he wouldn't have got paid. Exactly. Some some idiot. I don't know if it was on talk line or, or somebody else said, you know, he how's supposed to, you know, now he can't feed his his family for the rest of his life. He's making six hundred thousand dollars for the next nineteen fine. months to he's do fine. shit. He's fine. <laughs> he doesn't have to do yeah, a goddamn thing with collecting checks. He's fine money wise. Yeah. So I was like, come shut up. He's That's fine. how stupid you are. He's fine. I, just, I, I put down text messages. I was like, I was like, I hope W fans don't boo K Martin. I hope they don't ban them the organization. Because how many coaching staffs have we gone through? It's just the weirdest. I mean, I mean, how many coaches have come in and out of the system? It, it will be different, but it will recover like we always do. I was like, just, just it's okay. It, it's not. It's not. It's just. Well, why not, well, why would not abandon the team over that? No, and I and I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Do I personally agree with it? No, I don't. But it is what it is. Yeah. It happened. Um, I'm just. I'm surprised at the amount of vitriol on the. Interwebs. There, there's, there's a lot now. now I'm not talking about the Walmart fans that are, that are posting on Kerry yeah. Martin's. Those people, I, they, they don't got any sense anyway. No. You don't, you don't do that. But I, I'm surprised with with people that I and I don't post much on there. I just read it, and you can tell who's on there trolling and who's on there actually yeah. giving factual information. And people that actually care about the program. But it, it really did surprise me the amount of people that are completely yeah. frustrated and disgusted with the whole situation and we'll never know exactly what happened all the way around. I mean, I'm sure there's a legal, um, and I'd say that was part of it, then part in ways yeah. there was a legality issue as far as who can talk and who can't. Yeah. And I get all that, but I mean, it, it is what it is and we got to move on. So. What do you think about replacement wise? I know there's, well, there's we, a couple rumors of that. We got, that's actually my question for the next oh, Okay, we'll save it there. Okay. That's funny because my, my uh, sports question has to do with defensive coordinator, too. Doesn't really. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. You want to take five? Let's do it. Welcome back to One Morning I'm Going Home Going to Bed. Time for four questions, two assholes. By the way, uh, cheers. This is what we got playing cheers in the background. Cheers playing. <laughs> Greatest sitcom ever, in my opinion. You know, it's hard to argue. It really is. I mean, it's 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 at least on the rough. I mean, that might be a good question. What's the Mount Rushmore of sitcoms? Of sitcoms? Because it's it's got to be up there. Because there was not a season that was bad. No. I mean, <laughs> you can pick it up no. at any point in time no. and laugh. No. And that's and a I, sign of. I didn't a, like Diane, but she was funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Rebecca Howe was hotter and better. That was a long time, about <laughs> sixty pounds ago. But. <laughs> 60. You're giving her some credit. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe 90. That was before ketones. That was BK, before ketones. I love this show, man. Oh, man, it's great. I, love fact, it. I might have started watching it again. I, I love haven't it. seen it in such a long time. Absolutely love it. I'll tell you what show I've been hooked on lately. It's on Hulu, is Alone. They, they just okay. basically they drop off like 10 people in the woods, and they're by themselves, and the last person standing. You know, wins. 
Really? And then, like, the longest one that I've seen is about, like, 70-some days. You know, because they don't, you get 10 items to take with you, and that's it. You got to build your own shelter, get your own food, just, like, wild yeah. animals. Man, it's, Man. it's actually pretty interesting. Some good stories in there, too. Yeah, yeah. so that's, I've been hooked on that. Oh. So I've been watching that a lot lately. Nice. I mean, you ready? Yep. Let's see. Uh, well, since I, we kind of already know what your questions will be, why don't you go first in the sports? So, we're obviously in the market for a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Who would you bring on board right now? Uh, I'll go with the rumor first. I heard it's Jordan Leslie. That's who I would pick. Uh, the defensive line coach. He already knows the system. Uh, and was, let me ask you this question. Here's another reason why I pick Jordan Leslie. Which position on that team the line, and that's where was the coach. most overachieved last year? Yeah. Without a doubt, it was a defensive he, line. Yeah. But see, that's another reason why to keep him there. So he can well, focus he still on the defensive line. line I, know, I know. I know. I, I actually, I, I think. I think what they're going to do, and, and I'm going to go back to what I want to say, like it's my idea, but I heard, I think Tony said today, was that uh, they're going to pretty much promote, the rumor is they'll promote Jordan Leslie and then bring Castillo on as a contemporary, as a temporary position coach mm-hmm. on defense. He's already there as an analyst. He has he, he, he brings a lot of experience. He can coach linebackers. Yeah, they don't want him to, they don't want him to be the defensive coordinator. Because he's not familiar with Neil Brown and stuff. And we he, don't want to run the stack. Yeah, and, and he, but he would be a good position coach to, to fill in for in a temporary uh, position. It w- makes a lot of sense because we don't even know if there's going to be a season yet. Why? Mm-hmm. But the other one I heard is is uh, Blake Siler. Blake Siler. And I and honestly, if if I'd had to pick somebody to come back to be his coordinator, it'd be Blake Siler. Well, and I I think I'd almost. Even in a situation where maybe bring him in and then, because I was impressed with the coaching job Jordan Leslie did last year, even make him co-defensive coordinator. Yeah. 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 I heard Jamal Dye's name mentioned too. I did too. I don't think they're going to promote him that quickly, mm-hmm. defensive coordinator, but yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I would, if I had to put money on it, it'd be Jordan Leslie. Yeah. If I'd had, if I had the, uh, my wish list would be go get Siler. Where do you go, Old Dominion? You go to Old Dominion, different defensive coordinator, because he wants to be defensive coordinator again. So he went there because his friend is the head coach. But, but it's suck. the hard part would be getting him to tell his friend who he just committed to yeah. being the defensive coordinator, hey, look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love you. Mean it. I, I, I'm glad. Yeah. I, I, I pulled the uh, old, uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, oh, shit, the coach was there before Beeline for eight days. Uh, Dockage. Dockage. I pulled a dockage. But I'm rolling out without the presser. By the way, thank, thank God that ass hat never that, The it. best thing that ever happened to us was him leaving after eight days. I mean, the basketball team. The best thing. By the way, did you listen to John Beeline? Uh, I heard some of it. I heard some of it. He's, man, it's, I like it. He's impressive. Yeah, he he kind of got railroaded kind of somewhat by the staff. Here? Yeah, they were one of Huggins. Oh. Like some of the donors wanted Huggins, so they kind of pushed him out. That's the, that's what I heard. He was kind of looking, but he was also kind of pushed. See, I always – but he tried to go to NC State the year before he left. Mm-hmm. That's because everybody goes, that's when Huggins was kind of a free agent then. Those were trying to push him out then. I ain't no debt. Yeah. It's kind of like what Huggins does with players. He's like, you know, hey, yeah, maybe – Maybe this isn't the right place for you. Maybe you need to go look somewhere else. That's what kind of some of the donors were doing. Uh, hey, man, you know, we got this guy Huggins. Probably could be a Hall of Famer. Both good coaches. <laughs> Both, Both good coaches. coaches. And he, 
He resuscitated the program. He did. We could not have asked for a better transition coach between the dumpster fire Catlett left yes. and Huggins. That's exactly right. No, you could not have no. scripted a better no. transition. No, exactly. If, if he didn't go to Michigan, I think it would have been okay because he went to Michigan and we were already pissed off at Michigan because Rich Rod went there. <laughs> but I never, we never really held any ill will towards him. I don't feel no, like I, I, no, not nearly. No, I didn't, I, didn't work, I didn't root for him to win at Michigan because no. I just didn't want Michigan to win. No. But I, I'm, I'm happy for him anywhere else it goes. Yeah, no, he's, he's already out of Cleveland. But. Seems like a stand-up guy. Yeah. What's so, your sports question? So, my sports question, if you had to go back in the history of defensive coordinators at WVU and pick one for this moment to be the defensive coordinator, who would you pick? Not Phil Elmasian. <laughs> His one stellar year? Come on. Not him. Greatest defensive back and defensive uh, coordinator in the history of the program. God damn, he was terrible. And so- not Joe DeForest either. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Relax. Actually, I was thinking Joe DeForest. I forgot about his terrible year. Yeah. He was god awful. We too. set the defensive game of football back 100 years. <laughs> when that clown was here. Uh, if I had to pick one, I guess I can't say Vic Conan, can I? <laughs> well, I guess you get it. Is he the best I, defensive I, coordinator? I'm going to be honest with you. That I, we won five games this year, and really, if we had any kind of an offense, against Baylor, and really for three quarters against Iowa State, we'd have probably gone to a bowl game. And that was the reason why I asked the question. Because I was looking back at the defensive coordinators since 2001, which is Rodriguez's first year, and holy cow, we've had – I mean, Jeff Castillo's probably the best, followed by Tony Gibson. That is not a lot of uh, – We had Bradley from uh, Penn State. We got Todd Graham. Tom was there for, he was a coach. Tom Graham was there 15 minutes. Yeah, he was, he was co-defensive for a year. You had Elmasian uh, was in 01. Uh-huh. You had the guy that went to uh, Keith Patterson, yeah. I think. Yeah. Was I a defensive so. coordinator. Was he the co-one with Graham? Uh, no. no, Graham was in 02, 03, yeah. I think. And then he left and went to. But uh, I was like, this is not a great. It's not a who's who. I mean, it was it's like, not a who's who. And probably our best defense coordinator in our lifetime was maybe Dunlap. Dunlap, Steve Dunlap. Yeah, but he he's always pissed me off because. Prevent on third down. He went, and not only that, he would he would be aggressive, aggressive, aggressive until he got beat, and then everything was like, okay, I don't want to keep do everything that. in front of. And, but you know, that's a part of being aggressive. Is every once in a while you're going to get beat, mm-hmm. and that's, that's that's okay. Because he was great when he was aggressive. But once he once he stopped being aggressive, our defense sucked. If you peel it back and look at the amount of youth we had, the conference we play in, it'd be hard to pick somebody besides Cody. Well, and that's, that's the thing. I wish I had – we should have more than one year to base it off of. But out of all of our previous defensive coordinators, like I said, outside of maybe Steve Dunlap, I would probably pick Vic Cody. I would. <laughs> I mean, how many freshmen did we play yeah, this year? Yeah. We had no experience at corner. We had the, no experience hardly at the defensive line we, position. We were a, a walking uh, hospital best, ward. Our linebacker. best players at safety got out of the program. Right. <laughs> so yeah. we were playing freshmen. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the job you did on defense. And, and you couple that with the fact that you play in what is arguably year in and year out the most explosive offensive conference in the country. Yeah. And yeah, you still won five games, and like I said, probably should have won. I mean, even if you just the we should have won the Baylor game. Even the Baylor game gets you a bowl game. Yeah, 
You're six and six. Yep. So, yeah, I, that's probably what I Yeah, I thought the same thing when I, when I was going back and looking at it. I was like, man, Vic Coney may have been the best defensive coordinator we've had yep. at least our time as as their view fans. Since we've been alumni, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's your non-sports? All right, so as you know, I've been uh, uh, fishing a lot lately, going down at the Green Bay River. Got any good fishing stories you want to share? <laughs> I'm having a good fishing story I don't want to share. Uh, there's probably one or two that I can't share on the air. <laughs> well, what do you mean? I think, my, you know, honestly, God, my favorite fishing story was probably when Jaina was four years old and we went to the pond. Uh, the bidet, where, where you right uh -huh. And she had that little SpongeBob fishing pole. And she threw that some bitch out there, and she pulled in a bass that was about this big. Oh, and not only did she throw it up, she seen that thing like a pro. <laughs> she, she reared back, she, pssst, like Phil McClung out there. <laughs> Her teeth aren't as big. <laughs> Nobody's in. She's Come got on. a prettier smile. <laughs> Thanks to orthodontics. He'd probably catch more fish than one, but his teeth, he got to quit smiling when he's yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. The glare is getting him. That, and I took her down Thurman one year. She was, it was probably the year after that. And I'd bought some night crawlers, and I was sitting on the bank fishing with a little black worm. I look over, and she's got, she's got the night crawler bot or container open, dumped out, and she's spelling words with the, <laughs> with the fucking night crawlers on a rock. I was like, this is awesome. This is fantastic. I went to Mon Cove with uh, AJ one year. Yeah. And we, we were on his boat. We were out there for three hours. Drank a lot of beer. Did some other stuff. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he caught two fish. I caught one in like three hours. <laughs> We used to go to the White Country Club pond. Oh yeah, and we'd fish. And, you know what I saw? And, and I saw. Drink I, and saw do other stuff. I saw. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Brewer at Walmart the other day, and I was like, "What are you been to?" He's like, "Nothing, man." I was like, "You been playing golf?" He's like, "No." I was like, "He's like, I may go out." He's like, "I'm thinking about getting some fishing bait, going out to the ponds out wide open." I thought, you know what? That's a good idea. Yeah, it's right here. I Dad's thinking about that too. I caught some of the biggest fish I've ever caught <laughs> in that fucking pond. You were that time we were. Well, there was a group of us, and, and uh, none of us were in the, the right frame of mind. And we decided to build a dock. Were you there yes, that day? Yes, I was there that day. I think Randall was a part of that, too. Yeah. Oh, he was the, he was the, he was the leader he was, in that he was, group. He was the foreman. <laughs> he was the foreman on that job. Plus, you know, his, his uh, weed ass, he looks like a tall weed anyway, so he, he was out there. Yeah. He was waist deep, you know, neck deep for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> neck deep my ass, I was underwater. Yeah. We built that dock. We thought it was the greatest thing ever. Next day we came back, it was like half in the water. Oh, we we're like, man, this seemed like such a good idea yesterday. This doesn't match the blueprints. Where'd we go wrong? I, I remember when I, my story that I was thinking of. Never, I've hardly ever been. I, I was with Luke yesterday evening, and uh, he was deep. He's been DC fishing here lately, and, and uh, I was there today. I was like, man, the only time I went in, on the ocean fishing. And I don't know if I've told this story on here or not, but it was me and my dad and my papa and my aunt Lynn. And it was just me and my dad and my papa was fishing. Lynn was just along for the ride. 
And it was Ocean City, Maryland. I was 13 years old. And we got out there, and I was, I took Jeremy, and I was already seasick before we even made it out this spot. And it was one of those commercial fishing things where there's like 30 people, and everybody, they line you up all around the, the boat, and you just drop a line straight down. It's not really fishing at all. You're just, I mean, I, I don't even know how that's fun. But, yeah. but you know, we paid for it, so we were doing it. So we, we were out there, and we're uh, and when they stop, it's even worse because you're up and down and up and down. And I thought, I can't, I can't do it. So I, I t- gave my pole to, to Lynn. I was like, hey, I go lay down. So I went inside, lay down. I'm laying there, and I hear, I got a fish. <laughs> so I get up, and I go outside, and I'm queasy, but Lynn's holding this pole, and she's shaking her arm, and they, they come over, and they're like, real, real, real. So they reel up, and they yank up out, and here comes this about three and a half foot, four foot brown shark. And they throw that thing, and it it didn't sooner than hit the deck. And a guy had a baseball bat, and he said, whack! <laughs> Smacked that thing on the head, and I went, whoa! <laughs> I, I was done. I was, like, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> That's enough for me. So I rolled back into the cabin and went back to sleep. We went back into shore. And it's funny, because Lynn caught it technically on my pole. Well, there's a picture of me, like, holding the, holding the shark, this smashed head. <laughs> Like I did anything but throw up. Yeah. But they, that's what they flayed that shit. My dad, my grandpa, Papa, cooked that on the uh, grill that night. Holy good. shit, it was good. so good. Love it. I still remember it this day. It tastes so good. Ocean City, Maryland. Ocean City, Maryland. Nice. Yep. Yeah. I was, think I do remember you telling me that. <laughs> I'll never. I'll, that image of him hitting that shark with that bat will never leave my brain. <laughs> Permanently embedded. <laughs> I'll be on my deathbed going, huh, 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 huh. He killed that shark. <laughs> so bad. All right, what you got? So Garrett comes back within the next week. He's been gone for 11 months. He got married right before he left. Okay. I have a feeling he's going to quarantine in Morgantown for a while before he comes back here okay. with his wife. Yeah. So my question to you Not is... Not most of them? Over yeah. under. Over so, under. Oh, That's my question. September. That's my question. <laughs> Do I make it? Do I make it to forty-five with no grandkids? Nope. You say no. Nope. Wait, when is Lainey finishing uh, pharmacy school? She's on rotations right now. She's got. Well, technically, she has a year, two years left. They may hold out till she finishes. But that would be the only reason. If, if, if she's on any kind of, this is the weird talk about, she's on any kind of birth control, then, then, uh, then yeah, you, you'll, you'll get the 45. But if, if, if she's not, yeah, you're having a kid in nine months. I mean, April next year, be like, hey, what's up, Garrett Jr.? Garrett Jr. Uh, I'm not ready for that. Oh, yeah, Grandpa? Oh, I can't wait to call you Grandpa. That's going to be awesome. People, people don't believe I have a kid that's old enough to be 23. Well, What's hell that? yeah. What's that <laughs> you had it when you were 13. Hey. <laughs> Game of Red Rover, Red Rover went wrong. Got, graduated high school, got a diploma, and got a diaper. Like, here you go. Right to the Double D in it. Yep. <laughs> Did not pass go, went straight to the maternity ward. With your hat backwards and, and a shower cap over your Clemson hat. Yeah. Clemson hat. I'll yeah. never forget that. 
I know. Of course, I, I had a UVA yet. I wore forever. So. That's worse. Yeah, well, after we played them in that bowl game where they were jackasses at halftime, that, that, get rid of it. that thing went, went into the fire. Okay, good. <laughs> I think I'm going to make it to 45. I think you are too. I, I think because of Laney's finishing up school, I think. Because, I mean, you got to figure, you know, you have a kid, you pretty much have to take the last at least a few weeks off. And then, you know, return leave will be six months, not six months, six, 12 weeks, about three months. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, that's tough to do when you're trying to finish up school. Yeah, your rotation, so. I think, I think they'll hold off, but it won't be from lack of trying. I don't think it will be. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me you're right. Yeah, I, t- I talked to him last night. He's like, yeah, I may go to Morgantown for a little while before I come home. I was like, dude. You've been gone for 11 months. I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> As said, well he should. I said, I'll see you when I see you. Exactly. <laughs> I'll just be glad to get you back. Exactly. Be, be stateside. That's be all stateside. we care about. That's be it. stateside. That's it. That's it. All right, man. All right, man. Another one in the books. Another one in the books. Till next time. Till next time. One more and I'm going home going to bed. One more and I'm going home going to bed.